0: The rhinos are multiplying in D.C. They're like rabbits. They should be called rhinets. That, you know what? That doesn't make sense. I'll explain in just a minute. Stay tuned. The Catriot Podcast starts right after this. Hey, what's up? This is Mark K. And this is the Catriot Podcast. Before we get into the whole rhino problem that we have in Washington, D.C. and the red flag laws that were passed by the Senate, uh, there, there is a big... There's something I should point out. There's a big announcement. This is the 100th episode of the Mark K Show, k Podcast. Now this thing started, I know, oh sorry, I should probably applaud or something. I know a lot of you are like, this is the first time I've ever listened to this crap. So that's not exciting for me, but it is our 100th episode. And this started, I remember the first time I, uh, the first time I I produced this podcast, I was, gosh, I was in my car. I dropped my son off at school and I just started recording ideas for the show. Like little, I was like, yeah, let me work this out. Let me work on my thoughts let me just see what I can come up with. You know, maybe practice a little bit, see what, see what flows out of my head. And so I turn on my iPhone, I hit record, and I just started talking in the car. And the audio quality was horrible. <laughs> you know, there was wind noise. And I think I cut somebody off and they hogged me and I may have cursed. At the, I don't even remember. You can go back and listen to it if you want. Um, and then I, it was like maybe five minutes, six, I don't even know. And then I put, I put it up online and, uh, you know, a couple people listened to it. And then I, I said, all right, maybe I'll do this again. I did it again. After a while, I got, uh, I got you know, dozens of people listening. So I thought, all right, this is something people are interested in. It's helping me with the show. It's helping me prep and plan. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to up my game a little bit. And I bought, instead of an iPhone, I bought a recording device. And I thought that would cut through some of the noise, make it a little easier. However, recording in the car, still a little cumbersome, still didn't give me the best audio quality. So I just started coming into work earlier and recording the podcast. Then I bought a microphone. Then I bought like another microphone. <laughs> then I did. Then I just went. Then I just said, "Screw this!" And I we upgraded to this amazing platform, and uh, we we've we've done everything we can to make this an actual legitimate podcast. And now we've got thousands and thousands of people listening to this thing every single day, and we appreciate all of you. We're getting reviews. We're getting stars in the app store. We could always use more of both of those. So if you are listening on Apple to iTunes or Google Play or whatever wherever you can give a review or subscribe both of those things just continue to help us grow um so as we look forward to the 200th episode uh you know we'll we'll look back and we'll say hey here's where we were 100 episodes ago um here's where we are now but anyway i appreciate you guys you know i always think to myself got 3 hours a day that's a lot of me talking people must be sick of it then there's the videos that are posted on Facebook, and now we've got locals and Twitter. I mean, I'm all over the place. It feels like, but no, you guys still want more. You just want every every last ounce of me you can squeeze from my body. Well, I I'm here. Squeeze me, and I will. I will squeeze me, and I will just you know deliver my juice. This is that's not. This is a horrible metaphor. You know what? Just I'll just keep giving you. Great content. I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, uh, all right. So uh, big things going on today. we didn't talk a lot yesterday because it was whatever you want Wednesday on the show about the um, the uh, rhinos in the Senate. But Tucker Carlson went off on them last night. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene held a press conference in the House of Representatives, and she said something which uh, which she she named all the names of the Republicans who basically uh, sold out their party. Republicans like John Cornyn and Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney and uh, what's his name? Bill Cassidy in Louisiana. These are the people that, again, when you talk about rhinos, you know, when, when Eric Greitens talks about rhino hunting, these are the people he's talking about. There are, there are a handful of Republicans and the, and the number seems to be growing every single day who just don't want to support the people who put them in power. They're angry. They think they know better. They hate Donald Trump. And they're going to use their power and their position to ignore the will of the people who put them in place and just, you know, assert their own dominance, do what they think is right. And unfortunately what they think is right is what the Democrats think is right. And, you know, we have a motto, we have a motto. In fact, hang on, I'm going to, I'm going to walk over. Let me go get my Patriot uh manifesto. I usually, hang on, I'm back. I usually leave it right here on the desk, but I had to clean up. So, If you have not yet downloaded the Katriot Manifesto, um, it's free to do. You go to markk.com, markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-Y-E.com, and you can download it. And it's basically seven ways to stop the lunatic left and have fun doing it. But we have a couple of mottos. You know, we have a couple of mottos. And one of the thing, one of the mottos we have is if the left is happy, you shouldn't be. Uh, And, you know, one of the most common questions I get is how do I know if we're winning as conservatives? It's a fair question. I mean, if you've got a lifelong goal, how do you know if you're accomplishing it? Well, saving the Republic isn't like winning a bake-off or playing blackjack or buying your first home. It's tough sometimes to know that your efforts are paying off. That's why we have this very simple litmus test. If the left is happy, you shouldn't be. Well, the left is very happy today. They're happy because they got their red flag laws. They're happy because they can limit gun ownership to uh, law-abiding citizens. They're happy because they were able to chip away at the Constitution of the United States, and they're even happier because they got 14 Republicans to, to jump on in and do it with them. For One of them is like, hey, now that we got gun control under wraps, let's go after amnesty. Let's do it. John Cornyn from Texas The minute they passed this ridiculous law, started talking about amnesty. Uh, Lindsey Graham, we know, is a big fan of amnesty. There's Mitt Romney probably is also a big fan of of amnesty. There's a lot of Republicans out there who are just willing to jump into bed with Democrats on a lot of these issues. And Mitch McConnell is right up there as well. Now, the people of Kentucky uh, are not fans of red flag laws or this kind of legislation. I know that because I've seen their voting record when it comes to the president. I, you know, they they elected Rand Paul. I see the polls. They're more libertarian than Mitch McConnell is. Mitch McConnell is an abuser of power. He's somebody who's been in Washington, D.C. so long that he believes he knows what's right and he no longer has to answer to his constituents. And unfortunately, he's going to be there for a while longer. In fact, you'll notice that the majority of these people who voted in favor of Democrats or voted with the Democrats on this gun control legislation to limit your ability to buy a gun if a court or a doctor Deems you unfit, which is, by the way, an amalgamous, very vague term. Uh, If that happens, or when that happens, now that it will happen, um, you you know you you're looking at the usual suspects, and they are either senators who believe they are going to be around for a long time because they just got reelected, Bill Cassidy among them, Mitch McConnell, or they are senators who are retiring, like Roy Blunt from Missouri and the other dude, uh, what's his name from uh, North Carolina. These are guys. These are guys and gals who believe that they're safe for a few years and that people will forget and down the road, they'll get reelected or they're already on their way out. And the, the guys who are retiring, I mean, that's the other thing too, that what they're doing, uh, what's his name in North Carolina? I'll, I'll look it up here in just a minute. Cooper. No. Yeah. No. Uh, hang on. I got it. It's, um, Richard Burr, pardon me. Roy Blunt and Richard Burr are both retiring and the fact that they would repeatedly do things like, you know, for example, Richard Burr voted to impeach Donald Trump. Um, they voted uh, now to for red flag laws. You know, they're they're voting for all of these Democrat principles that are not what their voters would want, but they feel they're on their way out. And instead of re, instead of respecting the people who put them in place and gave them these illustrious careers, they're spitting on them on the way out the door. They're saying, look, I, am, I, am, I got short timers disease. I ain't going to be around that long. I've served my, my time, and now I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. And that's very disrespectful to, you know, these lame duck senators, if you will, are, uh, I, I imagine, are, are ticking off a lot of people back in their home states. Now, Roy Blunt, who voted for these uh, red flag laws, ironically, the guy that's probably going to take his seat is Eric Greitens, who's been running around with a shotgun in his ad saying, I'm going rhino hunting. And uh, and this and apparently the biggest rhino. Well, I mean, he's already dying. Uh, The biggest rhino that he's going to hunt first is Roy Blunt. And if he wins in Missouri, which odds are he will, it's going to send a clear signal to all the other rhinos. It's going to send a clear signal to all the other Republicans in name only. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who arguably is one of the most powerful women now in the House of Representatives, uh, probably one of the most powerful people. She is she held a press conference and she called everybody out by name. And she, and she threw down the gauntlet. She said, we have to do better as Republicans. It's not. And this is the thing. This is the problem. There's no, when it comes to the constitution, when it comes to your right to bear arms, when it comes to taking rights away from Americans, there are no shades of gray. That's the problem. People think, oh, we have to, you know what? You didn't get everything you wanted. We didn't get everything you want. We wanted that's compromise. That's not compromise. That's not, when it comes to the constitution, there's no compromise. You have to look at the constitution and say, here's what it guarantees. Okay. So we are going to protect those rights. We can compromise on other things, but we're not going to take away the fundamental rights of the Second Amendment or the First Amendment or any of them. And that's exactly what's happened here. This is not compromise. This is, this is the destruction of your, your civil rights as, a, uh, as an American citizen. And not only did 50 Democrats go along with it, no shock, they are, they're the party of, they're the anti-Constitution party, but you had 14 Republicans join them. And that's part of the battle. You know, that's part of the battle. We don't just have to win the Senate. We don't just have to win the House. We need to make sure that we're putting the right people in place. No more rhinos. This is why I was so adamantly opposed to the nomination of Dr. Oz. For example, Dr. Oz has been a Democrat his entire life. Dr. Oz is pro-abortion. Dr. Oz isn't even from Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz moved there to because he was a he was carpet bagging a seat in the Senate. He's not a conservative. He doesn't hold conservative values. He doesn't have a conservative history. He just wanted to get to the big party. He just wanted the, the job in Washington. And I believe that when the time comes down to it, he will be one of those rhinos that votes with the Democrats. I don't believe he will be a, a I don't believe Dr. Oz is going to be a um how how should I put this? A dependable conservative vote in future negotiations. I believe he will be one of these 14 that says, you know what, they got a little bit, we didn't get everything, I'm gonna vote with the Democrats. I wholeheartedly believe that. And one of the reasons I believe that is because when Dr. Oz was running in the primary, he had Donald Trump all over his website, all over his Twitter. He was everywhere with Donald Trump, holding hands with Donald Trump, at Trump rallies, getting booed, It was Trump Oz, Trump Oz, Trump Oz. Now that he has the nomination, now that he's going up uh, into the general election, guess what the first thing he did was? He scrubbed every mention of Donald Trump from his uh, paraphernalia. If you go to Dr. Oz's Twitter, there's no Trump. If you go to his website, there's no endorsed by Trump anymore. It's all gone. He scrubbed Donald Trump and his association and affiliation with Donald Trump from every piece of Dr. Oz for Senate online uh you propaganda you're going to find and look if you're not going to if you're not going to run with Trump through the the general election how can we as conservatives as maga conservatives as america first conservatives how can we expect you to continue to vote and 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 go to washington dc and go to the senate and represent Ultra mega America First Trump, you know, supporting conservatives. How can we expect you to do that when you're hiding the fact that Donald Trump endorsed you and you're the only reason you're the he's the only reason you are where you are? So, rhinos are a big problem. We don't just have to get conservative control of the government. We have to make sure that we get conservative, real conservative control uh, in our party, and that's something that Marjorie Taylor Greene is working toward, a bunch of others as well, and uh, that's something you need to be very cognizant of cognizant of when you go vote. All right. Uh, Hey, thanks so much for joining me for this 100th episode. Uh, it was a little, it was a little more, you know, it was a little more dire than I wanted it to be, but then, you know, sometimes, sometimes the news is dire. If you want to copy that K manifesto, it's easy to get, go to mark K.com mark K.com. You can download it for free.